0: Welcome to the Common Humanity Podcast, where we are here to have real human conversations. Today, I am joined again by Jazz. Um, we continued talking after our last recording, and we were like, you know what we should do? We should We should do another podcast, because this is some good shit. Um, so, with that being said, Jazz, tell us once again, who are you?
1: I am Jasmine Muncheki newly i used to be jasmine Bellin. um i am a mom now still three months the making um and a wife not not so good at that one <laughs> um and a teacher most days <laughs> and yeah just a general observer of life and
0: i have a lot to say because i have a lot of opinions. yeah that's good. We like opinions. Um, so I'm going to dive right in. Jasmine, who is your favorite celebrity? <laughs> um, I, it's
1: probably Mark Wahlberg. Uh, I've had a crush on him since I was like five. And he seems like a good dude. I mean, which is actually kind of funny because if you do any research on him, like he's done some bad shit. Yeah, we all have. But, yeah, but for the most part, he's like a pretty good dude. And so... I mean, it's mostly just visually. He is my favorite to look at, still to this day. Like, I mean, even though he's like older and looks different than he did in his Calvin Klein commercial, um, that's my
0: dude too. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, so one of the things we started talking about a couple of weeks ago, whenever it was, um, was this obsession that we, I don't know if it's. I I can only say it from an American's point of view because I've never been anything but American, but um, this obsession that Americans have with celebrities and famous people and athletes and people who will just go, whether it's they have a lot of money or they have a lot of influence um, or both, but in my opinion, sometimes oftentimes lack um human qualities at least in the public eye um and we are (laughs) obsessed with them grossly obsessed grossly obsessed with them so how does that make you feel it infuriates me on a whole nother level and
1: every year like for as a teacher I do like I do a writing prompt about like write about somebody who inspires you Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and every year like a majority of my class they're all celebrities and I'm like no bitch write about your mom (laughs) like write about an uncle write about like you know even if it was somebody famous who's like like Malala like she was awesome or I mean she's still alive but like somebody like that but it's always an athlete a movie star and I tell them right away I say you may not write about a Kardashian (laughs) you will not pass this paper if you write about a kardashian because if that is somebody you follow then we need to do a whole lesson on like what an idol actually is so um i forgot where i was going with that oh yeah it infuriates me like i it makes me passionately upset
0: so what is it because i mean It's not that, well, obviously, well, yeah. It's obviously not that celebrities aren't people. It's not that they're not human. It's not that they don't have the same human experience as the rest of us, but probably much more privately. (laughs) Um, I mean, our lives are pretty private because nobody gives a shit. (laughs) Compared to theirs, yeah. (laughs) Um, But to me, it's, so there's multiple pieces to this, but- to me it's the influence that they have and how they use it because Mm -hmm. they know like you can't make millions of dollars and have millions of followers and all of that and not know that people are going to follow you word for word you Mm -hmm. you know that if you say jump someone's going to jump and it might not be everybody but it can definitely be enough to like I don't know, inside a riot. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. um, it, um, I think when I first started noticing how much it pissed me off was like when, I think it was when Justin Bieber and Haley started like dating or whatever and like Selena fans were giving death threats or like something with Taylor Swift. I hate Taylor Swift, by the way. Um, <laughs> I passionately hate Taylor Swift. Okay, I don't
0: a- know why okay but so tangent whatever direction real life altercation
1: not altercation but so when she like first started you know she had this like big beautiful blonde hair and she was like America's sweetheart everybody loved her little girls like fell over for her. it was cute right and you know for the most part like you're like you know what she seems like a pretty good person to look up to I guess <laughs> I don't know what she was doing but um She came to Frontier Days and it was, she came with like Rascal Flats, I think. And I don't know if you know this, my dad, he's pretty well involved with Frontier Days. Like he signs all the acts and whatever. And so I was there and um, she had just got there and um, this little older man who like does security he like went up to her and he was like, Hey, uh, this is kind of cool for me. I was like security at your very first show. So to, to see how you've like grown and, you know, this is a pretty big deal. It's pretty awesome. And she was like, Oh. And I, like, I think it was because he was old that it like extra pushed my buttons. But I was like, That was just kind of a weird response. Like, you know, most celebrities like, Oh my gosh, that's so cool. So not three minutes later, Some little girls were like around and she was like, do you guys want to come on my bus? And like, had this like big happy, like, come join me. I'm going to be so sweet. America's sweetheart. And everybody's like, oh my gosh, she's just so kind. And I'm like, she's a bitch. Like (laughs) this little old. And he like, he wasn't like, oh my God, Taylor. Oh my God, Taylor. Like these girls were, he was just like, hey, this is kind of cool. And she just was such a bitch to him. And so, like, I still went to the concert, but <laughs> I was like, "That's kind of messed up." And then from there, I was like, "Okay, now I hate your songs because they're all the same."
0: Yeah, i I was never, uh, I was never a fan of the music. I think there's like maybe three or four of her songs that I like, but I would say that it was still early on in her career, so she was probably still very much a teenager she was also very much being controlled by her like label and all that so i'm willing to bet that she is a different i mean she is definitely a different person now than she was then but i'm willing to bet that she wouldn't have the same interaction because she went through her like through a villain era and is in her redemption arc now because like she disappeared for a while because she realized like being famous will fuck you up which I think I will have to re-talk to her and see you you call her
1: up I'll see if I can change my opinion it has but it has stuck with me for years and then and then like I said like after that I just kind of stopped liking her songs anyway because they like just kind of seemed like the same song to me with different beats or whatever I was like okay no I just hate you (laughs) which is not not as much as I hate
0: like we're, we're talking about, uh, like, people idolizing people, but then you also are letting T-Swift live rent-free in your head. Oh,
1: yeah. No. <laughs> it, and here's the thing. I always tell people, like, oh, my God, I hate people's obsession with celebrities. And I was like, I'm guilty of it, too. Like, I passionately hate Kim Kardashian. Like, I hate Taylor Swift. I adore Mark Wahlberg. Like, I do it, too. But, like, yeah. when I... Sit back and think about it. I'm like, God, this is gross of all of us.
0: I can't think of who. I am not one of those people. I'm not like there are people who, I mean, growing up, I was obsessed with John Bon Jovi because (laughs) it's John Bon Jovi (laughs) because John Bon Jovi. (laughs) And like to this day, I still think he's a good dude. Um, and like that's probably the closest I've ever been to fangirling when I went to his first concert. And I was like, Yay. Um, but like anytime I've met a famous person in real life, I'm like, hey, what's up? Like you seem pretty cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my favorite celebrity encounter was I worked at Target in Bozeman. And oh my god, I'm gonna forget his name. Mm. Come on, brain. See, you're my
1: type of people. You like <laughs> you knew they were famous, but it's not like
0: well, that's, a, that's the thing. I like. I knew they were famous. Oh, Dennis Quaid. Um, so I'm like working electronics. These two kids come in with just like bags full of quarters. And their dad was like, okay, you've been saving up all year. You can buy whatever you want with them. And I was just like, ooh, 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 let me do this transaction because I love counting change. Like I've always wanted to work at a bank just so I can count change. <laughs> whatever. Um, but... So I'm like, do, 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 do. And then like afterwards I go on my break and I was just like, it was so funny. Like, like I literally said to the guy, I was like, hey, you look like that guy who's in parent trap. And he was just like, yeah, I get that a lot. And I was just like, do, 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 do. And I go on my break and I'm like sitting there reading my book, eating my ramen. And someone's like, yes, that is great. Here. I was like, oh, shit, that was the guy from the parent trap. <laughs> okay that's cool and then like come to find out he has like a ranch in Livingston so like he's in Bozeman all the time and I'm like oh that makes sense so is Johnny Depp which I never got to run into Johnny Depp which is a bummer because I love him and would love to just be like you amazing um but I've also heard he's a douche in person which sucks from some of my friends who have run into him damn yeah um but yeah no like we as a as a culture are obsessed and I don't know if it's like there's the sometimes when it's I feel like it's because people are like oh I want to be that Mm -hmm. but then there's times where like it's not like hey I'm trying to become what this person is but it is just like blind following is like we know nothing about
1: these people i mean we we know they're the public image Mm -hmm. we know oh they donated to this charity because you're told that they donated to this charity and you like connect them with characters they play or you know an athlete like wow they're really good so you connect all that with like them being great people right but we know nothing about like the second that the TV turns off, we we don't know that. And I mean, remember a couple of years ago when all the like Ellen DeGeneres stuff came out, and you're like, how could this woman who gives all this money to these people and finds these like beautiful stories of people being kind to each other and she supports like be kind like how could anything negative come out about her? And then it just becomes this like obsession with people trying to figure it out, and it's
0: weird. Yeah. Well, and I will say like on the human aspect of things, we're all assholes. Absolutely. And so it's unfair to look at a celebrity and say, Hey, you have to be perfect and you have to be a nice person to everyone all the time. But at the same time, they have more power because they have more influence and the more power you have, the more responsibility you have to carry to, which is a lot of stress. I'm sure it's a lot to handle, but that is what you take on being in the limelight. Like if you, um, I mean, I have friends who are like, I want to be famous. I want to be like, like public Figure all of this and I'm just like no like I (laughs) I don't want to do that like I want to have conversations with people for forever but I don't like it's one of the hardest things like trying to run a business because as an entrepreneur like you are your business Mm -hmm. and everything you do comes back on it it doesn't matter if you are like if you're not on the clock, if somebody sees you and you do something not great, it comes back. And I think it has a greater impact on normal people um, and less on celebrities because you've seen it time and time again. I mean, how many NFL stars um, have been caught and tried for domestic abuse, but still get to make millions of dollars playing football because at the end of the day there's less repercussions for people who have the ability to pay which is just a fucked up aspect of our society i mean look at twitter, <laughs> just, look twitter. Uh, so do you know what happened with twitter this week Mm-mm. okay so elon musk bought twitter Mm -hmm. right and then he decided because he uh was sick of how twitter was being run and Mm -hmm. thinks everybody should have free speech quotes there um said that to get a verified check mark it was going to cost eight dollars a month so you just had to pay for your verified check and one a bunch of people Uh, made Elon Musk accounts and got verified because they paid eight bucks. (laughs) Like, if you are going to impersonate people, you have to say that it's a parody account because then like, it looks like, you know, Elon Musk is saying things and he's not. So then he's pissed, but there's been a whole ton of them. Um, The company, Uh, I think Eli Lilly, maybe, is the company who makes insulin and charges a fucking ridiculous amount for a life-saving drug that was intended to save people's lives and be sold for a dollar. Anyway, um, somebody made an account of theirs and said, guess what? We, like, we met with the board. Insulin is now free. You guys have life-saving drugs. And then they had to make a different account and be like, this was a fake account. This is not true. And their stocks plummeted. Which, on the one hand, this could be fucking terrible for our economy and the stock market and all sorts of fun stuff like that. Um, Chiquita Banana was like, hey, good news, guys. We overthrew the government. And then another Chiquita Banana was just like, that is a fake account. We have not overthrown the government since 1954. Um, Don't let them fool you. So there's just, like, a bunch of this shit happening. where, like, So it's giving the public the ability to impersonate anybody they want to um and then people have to decipher if it's real or not which is the scary part because not everybody uses their brains yes (laughs) yeah um but there's been some funny ones and some like slightly scary ones um but it's just funny and now so it's now been shut off that you can pay for verification because like side note I think I think like tinder has better verification than any social media that you are a real person and you are who you say you are good for tinder like you have to I think it's tinder I don't know but there's one where you like have to take pictures of your face from various angles and then they like make sure that those are the that's the same face in your pictures and they're like okay you're a real person that's fantastic i'm sure there's ways to overcome that with technology but still Uh, i learned that for my two weeks on tinder (laughs) never again (laughs) (laughs) i hear that a lot from my friends like no not doing that yeah my friends like force, not force me but did a lot of convincing. And then I was just like, no, this is awful. This is the worst decision I've ever made in my entire life. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so let's, let's turn this conversation a little bit. Um, I love sports. You love sports. So things, things that are common between us. Um, but so you are a a full-time teacher Mm-hmm. I'm a substitute teacher so I'm just the glorified babysitter. Um, <laughs> I mean me too. Just yeah, I mean, you have to just do more planning. <laughs> <laughs> um and like we have the responsibility of forming the next generation, how they think, how they um like what they know how they learn how to learn Mm -hmm. Um, how they can decipher things in the world and use use their brains to figure shit out like we're responsible for teaching hundreds of kids to do that it's a huge responsibility without teachers society would crumble because like I think every parent maybe not every parent but like uh, most parents who when COVID hit and they had to teach their kids from home, they were like, I could not do this. I can't do this with my kid. Why would I do this with a classroom of 26 children? Like, this seems fucking ridiculous. And they didn't do the planning and they didn't like, like people finally got to look into like, holy shit, this is hard. What would you say roughly compared to We'll go the lowest paid sport I think it's the lowest paid sport in like major leagues. um how would you compare your salary to like a baseball player?
1: <laughs> mm. <laughs> does that count as an answer? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does um it's like i I think I've used this word like seven times. It's gross, yeah. And, you know, you said the world would crumble and, I mean, you cannot name a single sport or that somehow you couldn't say like you needed a teacher to get you there. Right. And and I am not saying that like, this is not a teacher's need paid more type thing. It is just back to like my obsession with celebrities is that we we pay them this these ridiculous amounts of money. And then teachers are not making a lot and, but you could, you, no athlete, no celebrity could be where they were if it weren't for at least like up to like a sixth grade. Yeah. Like they wouldn't be able to do their jobs. um Yeah. The salary, like it just show it shows you more like what Americans care more about. Right. And even, even teachers, <laughs> like teachers are these same people who are just like, obsessed with these celebrities and i'm like look at your salary compared to theirs it's gross it's terrifying it's sad
0: yeah and what like so it seems to me uh, as americans things that we think deserve better pay substantially better pay are sports so entertainment in general if you are willing to be a dancing monkey for us we'll pay you more than you could uh, i would say more than you could ever possibly spend but then there's also stories of these people going into bankruptcy because studies show that the more you have the more you spend um and it's very difficult even if you are the most like self-aware human being on the planet it's very difficult to overcome that because mm. we it, there's the concept of keeping up with the joneses mm. or the kardashians mm. um and like just now i'm going to use your word gross consumerism right we just want more like feel mm. like if we can afford Lamborghini, we should own a Lamborghini, even if you don't fucking want a Lamborghini.
1: Right.
0: Like, I love the the handful of rich people in Cheyenne who have Lamborghinis. I'm like, super cool. You can drive that car here for two, three months out of the year. Mm -hmm. And then um, but I do have a friend who has he he got money. Um and he has two garages. He's a car guy, right? Mm-hmm. He has two garages. He calls one the Access, and one the Allies, based on where the cars are from. Makes me happy. But his favorite vehicle is like a 1984 Toyota Tacoma. Which is what he usually, and like every once in a while, he'll take one of his fancy cars for a drive. But for the most part, he drives around in this beat-up old pickup truck. Um, It makes me so happy. <laughs> but... Also, like, I'd be like, that guy's a millionaire. And people are like, "Um, no, he's not. I'm like, no, trust me, he is. <laughs> <laughs> he just doesn't flaunt it because that's not his goal. Um, but no, like, it's, like, we, like, when you make more money, it's like you lose whatever sense of, um, practicality you may have once had um which I think is I mean I I can even say that I've done it and I've never I've never been rich I've never been like above the like my kids have been on free and reduced lunch their entire existence let's put it that way Uh, I think the most I've ever made for a couple of months was $35,000. Mm. But at that point in my life, I was just like, I can buy workout pants <laughs> because I want to. What? <laughs> what? And then I quit my job and I was like, oh man, I can't buy workout pants anytime I want to now. Because <laughs> like, that's my vice. Um, I'm also a personal trainer. So it's I'm always just like, this is a business expense. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, like, I don't think anybody is really 100% safe from it because like,
1: my first year teaching, I lived in a house with two other girls and like, I think my rent was like $250, like mm -hmm. maybe. And then, um, so the rest of my paycheck like was like, what do you want to do I think I think my parents were making me pay my car at the time yeah they definitely were they were like oh you got a job here's your car but even then like it was a pretty cheap car so my car payment was like a hundred bucks my phone was 50 bucks so like my bills were like 600 bucks maybe And yeah. Wyoming Wyoming teachers get paid pretty well so I just had all this extra money and I like I still kick myself to this day. Like I should have put like, not even all of it, but just most of it into savings. And I would have had an awesome down payment on my first house. Like I could have probably like purchased my next car just like cash and didn't have a payment. Like I could have done so much, but I lost my mind. I had money. I could do whatever I wanted with it. And I I ate out a lot. I bought clothes that I still have in my closet that I never wore and they weren't like flashy clothes because I'm not a flashy person but they were just like oh I like this these pants let me buy them in every color I look awful in that color why would I buy that color because I could I had the money to do it
0: yeah um but yeah but I like but again let's go sports I, I love sports and um, but it the sports industry pisses me off mm-hmm. and this is someone like i I ran youth sports for eight years. I like current business is uh youth strength and conditioning to help athletes become. Mm-hmm. The strongest athletes they can because there's like whether you're trying to play uh d1 or professional ball or whatever having a strong body is good for you no matter what (laughs) um but it's still like the whole complex like when people have been arguing that um college athletes need to be paid because of how much time they're spending in their sport. And like, there's the argument that like, they're bringing in lots of money for their universities and they are putting in 40 plus hours a week at their sport on top of school. And so they should be paid for that time. And though I think that argument has some footing, I think the better argument is They are supposed to be student athletes, which means they are supposed to be students first. It is not their fault that our institutions have decided to turn sports into a money-making venture for universities. Universities are supposed to be education. They are not supposed to be entertainment. They are not supposed to be like, sports are still supposed to be there as... An extracurricular activity. Right, extracurricular. So it is not that we need to pay them to do that as a full-time job. It is that there should be less expectations for them to be in sport because that is not why they're going to college. And then you see stories of kids who did, they got their full ride, um, but they weren't able to actually take classes and get shit done while they were in college because. They had to spend so much time in football and we'll just go football for most of them because that's the biggest one. Um, but then they have to go back and pay for their degree all over again after their four years playing. But they don't have the income to do that because they've already spent four years in college and it actually puts them behind because 1% of high school athletes will play college sports one percent of that one percent will make it to a professional level and like we talk to kids all the time about and like I think there's like this side where it's like we're trying to motivate them like you could be the next LeBron James you could be like whatever and it's not to say that these athletes didn't work their asses off to get to where they are. But if you sell it to every athlete that you could be the next big professional athlete, and that's the only thing that they focus on, like people are much more than that. And, you know, you get a handful of, of professional athletes who know that. Like, I like to, to focus on a little hometown hero. Um, God, now I just wrote his name too.
1: Brandon Nimmo?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Nimmo. I was... Big fan of him. Um, but like, he, he worked his ass off. Like, in high school, he was just like, this, these are my goals. This is what I want to do. But he was also like a really good student. He, like he very much worked to get to where he is. Mm-hmm. And then there's the aspect of like, he. you have to be good at what you do. Like there are people who can work their ass off and still trip over their own feet, which is going to make it much more difficult to be a professional athlete if you don't have the coordination to do so. Um, but yeah, it's like, you can still be human and do it, for sure. And I feel like that's how most people, when they have like someone from their hometown make it big, they probably all, well, maybe not all feel the same because when you got big cities turning out lots of athletes every year, um, you might not know all of them as intimately Mm -hmm. as when they're from Wyoming, (laughs) but, um, yeah, it's, I just think it's like insane. Insane how much is expected of college athletes, but it's only expected of them because they're trying to make money off of them. And then mm-hmm. here's my big fucking rant. Like this is a personal rant, by the way. Um a portion of my tuition when I went to college went to the football program. I did not play football. I went to a D2 school. It's not, they're not D1. They're not like, and my mom's like, oh, they're doing much better now. Whatever. I'm like, still nobody cares. Nobody cares about the MSU Bobcats. Have you heard of the MSU Bobcats?
1: Well, yeah, because I know somebody who went there.
0: <laughs> oh, um, okay. <laughs> but like on a basketball scholarship. Oh, there you go. Um But, like, if you don't live in Montana or around there, you you just, you don't give a flying fuck. So why is it that me, who went to school for architecture, had to pay part of my tuition to support the building of a new football stadium so that they could bring in more money with the football program? Now, mind you, my university also, in the time I was there like they're a fantastic research facility like turn out some of the like best um organic chemists in the country um they have they put a rover on Mars they launched built and launched into space but nothing in my tuition said hey we're we're, like you're helping pay for this program by being here it's just like you your money is going to the sports facility and I'm just like a sports facility that a very small fraction of students get to use Mm. and I have to pay for it why like that doesn't make any sense and so then when they call me and they're like you know you want to donate money for scholarships for people I'm like no fuck off (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely not. Like, I know, I know how you, I've seen how you spend your money, and that is not like that is not going to a person. And it's, but it just, and then that's a small school. Imagine what it's like at like Duke. How many, like, what percentage of their tuition of someone who's just trying to get a fucking degree so that they can get paid a little bit better so that they can live their dreams or whatever doing regular people things and they're paying for a handful of athletes to have better facilities or to help pay for their books so that the system can use them to make money and it's disgusting I love sports I hate sports (laughs) sports (laughs) and then like Professional sports, people are always like, Well, what teams do you follow? I don't, because I, I don't care. Mm-hmm. I like people who are like, Oh man, my team's playing this weekend. We're going to do so good. You don't, you are not part of the team. You're not part of the team. It doesn't matter how much memorabilia you purchase you're not part of the team. You have no, no, no matter how many times I've screamed at the television, none of those coaches have actually listened to me in their headset when I tell them what plays to call, mm-hmm. which is a shame because I think I could have won a few games if they just listened to me. Um, but I've had times like I, I recognized probably somewhere in college where I was like, This is too much energy. I don't have the energy to care about this. There are individual players that I'm like, hey, that seems like like they seem like a good dude and I like what they do. And they're like, so I'll, I don't even follow them. But like when their names come up, I'm like, oh yeah, okay. (laughs) But my ex-husband at one point told me like, you have to choose a team. You have to back somebody. I was like, why? Why can't I just enjoy watching? Because I like the sport. I don't care who wins who wins and who loses, does not affect me at all. The only people who have been like, you know who I want to lose? The Broncos. Because Mm -hmm. I still hold a grudge that I developed in elementary school that wasn't even my grudge against John Elway for whatever reason. And it has not left my brain. And I'm just like, "Hmm, nope, screw the Broncos. Which is great because, you know, live in Bronco country, but...
1: Not my... My irritation and like, it's, I've always had an irritation, but like this year, I don't know why all of a sudden, oh, it was because my maternity leave, my maternity leave really opened up my eyes as to like, just, I don't, it's not just teachers. Cause the nurses yeah. at my hospital, theirs is worse. But so my maternity leave, um, my first six weeks were paid for Mm -hmm. and by that I mean they used all my sick days I had saved up and then because I didn't have enough um, they like docked me two days of pay and then they covered the rest and by the rest they paid for one day because I had enough sick days to like get me to my almost whole thing and then after that I took and I knew it was unpaid but I took unpaid for another month and a half so I could you know, spend some time with my kid. And so when I started back at school on October 24th, I have zero sick days. So every, every hour that I take off until I think we get out of school, like May 26th or something, I do not get paid. And part of that, I was like, you know, like, makes sense. Like if I'm not working, you know, you don't get paid. And then the other part of it is like, that's fucked up. Like, you know, I was gone because I was having a baby. And now you expect me for the next six months of school to not take a single day off for me or for her. So then I started, I I think somebody got hurt in a football game and season ending injury. And I was like, sweet gig, you get to not have to play and you are going to get paid for the rest of the year and I was like that's bullshit because when I don't show up to do my job for the rest of this year I get not only not paid they take money away from me yeah and so then I just like went down this rabbit hole of like how just how much we pay them in general is gross and then how they for the most part, like I I know I don't understand their contracts fully, you know, if they can't play, I'm sure there's something in there that says like, we're not going to pay you your $8 billion contract. If you're like career ending injuries in the first year, like I'm sure there's something in there, but like, for the most part, like these people are getting paid this ridiculous amount of money and sometimes don't even do their job because of something, you know, like an injury. That's fine. But it makes me so mad how people have found a way to do that. It's fine. We will have money. We'll keep paying you. Um, But then for the people who are getting those people to where they are, teachers and coaches and whatever, like we're not getting paid anything. And so then I like try to do math and I'm not great at math. So I always make things easy numbers. Yeah. I was like, You know what? a stadium charges I'll just say a hundred dollars a ticket. It's more
0: dollars
1: a hundred dollars is easy for me to picture, okay, <laughs> And you know, I like looked up a stadium, so I did this on Thursday because it was a very boring football game, and so I like looked up the stadium and how many seats they had, and so I was like, a hundred dollars per seat. They made like seven million dollars just off of people buying a hundred dollar tickets yeah so then I was like holy shit like that's a lot of money so then I was like okay we'll say that they gave the visiting team just a quarter of that so there was like 1.5 million that that like that that team got to take home and then I was like okay divide that amongst 50 players and you know some coaches and I don't even know how many people are involved in a football game. So even I was like, okay, divide that amongst a hundred people who were involved with this game and they still got $15,000. Each person could get $15,000 for that one game. And I was like, you know what? That makes me less pissed off because that was just build off of what they earned. Does that make sense? Instead yeah. of just like, we're going to pay you a million dollars because we think you're good and we want to keep you. and We want to make you happy. And and they're like, no, I deserve $2 million. Like at least this one, they took the profits, they divided it, and you got paid what you earned, I guess. Yeah. That made me less pissed off. I mean, I still, the $100 ticket makes me mad, but even that's not even what they actually cost.
0: That's it. say there are some <laughs> seats that cost thousands of dollars.
1: So, so yeah. Yeah. So just that scenario, I'm like, that's doable. I'm less pissy. But just going into a season and being like, we're going to pay you this much. It doesn't matter if you fucking suck. If we're going to win games, it doesn't matter because we want to pay you this much and people are going to pay for the tickets and people are going to buy your jerseys and people are going to just worship the ground you walk on. And we're somehow going to make that money for you. But A teacher shows up every day, doesn't take a a sick day for six months because she can't, and, like, I spent the last two and a half months not paid because I didn't show up. It makes me angry.
0: Yeah. And I think, I mean, high school teachers get – not high school teachers, high school coaches get paid – a little bit more than like junior high and elementary coaches, but most coaches get like a couple thousand dollars stipend for a season. Mm -hmm. And they're like you said, like none of these athletes get to that level without the coaches that got them there. And Mm -hmm. those, those coaches are not making, I mean, They're not making buku bucks. At least, I mean, and granted, this is the perspective of small-town Wyoming. I'm sure in Texas, uh, football coaches get paid more than our football coaches do here. I'm sure that's a thing. Um, But then they also, you get paid differently depending on what sport you're coaching. Because some sports bring in more money than other sports, which is... It is ugh, I don't know. In my I'm, I'm,
1: in my opinion like some sports make more than others because of their interest level whatever like that makes sense. It sucks for some sports but like it makes sense like some people just have a higher interest in it. And you you can't you can't force people to be interested in something.
0: True but i mean i will never willingly watch golf but there are plenty of people who pay a lot of money to watch golf
1: (laughs) you want to know why i watch golf those announcers crack me up because how on earth do you have something to talk about for four hours about somebody just hitting a ball towards the hole but they find a way to talk for the entire tournament and it is so entertaining to me not the actual golf (laughs) the announcers
0: yeah but i mean that that argument was the same argument they were using with um the women's soccer team as to why they should get paid a ridiculously less amount than the men's soccer team they're like well like you guys just don't bring in as much money. They're like, right, because you don't pay for us to be on mainstream television. Like people can't watch our games if we're on ESPN 47. Mm. Like, who has ESPN 47? Who? Really? <laughs> um I don't think there's that many ESPN's.
1: There's a lot though.
0: Yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> um but like it's it's like a false equivalency they're like well you don't bring in in as much but also we don't promote you as much Mm -hmm. and it's ridiculous because I would I am starting to like soccer because my kid plays soccer but never been a soccer fan but I would much rather watch women's soccer than men's soccer
1: oh me too the women's soccer team is my favorite
0: um but yeah like and I don't think like there's there's the the piece where yeah there's more interest in it like there's people who don't want to sit and watch a baseball game but we still have a baseball season that's like eight months long and they still play like four games a week they play substantially more than NFL players do mm-hmm. And they still have to do their training and their practices in between, and they get paid substantially less.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, And so there's the part that maybe it's because there's less interest in it or that they don't have as much money to promote it and gouge people for tickets because it's supposed to be the accessible sport. Mm -hmm. Football is supposed to be for people who can pay a thousand dollars. Because I haven't looked recently, but I looked at one point. One of the reasons I've never been to a professional football game is because like the cheapest seats are a few hundred dollars Mm -hmm. for like nosebleed. Like you can't even see the field from there. You're paying $500 per seat. And that's ridiculous. And it's, it's because they have to pay the players millions of dollars um so they have to make billions of dollars to do that um but it's like chicken in the egg did they decide that they were going to make a shit ton of money off of football and then start paying them more or did somebody at some point say you're going to have to pay me a lot more money to put my brain and body on the line every single week And thus, they were like, okay, well, we'll just charge people out the nose for it because they're going to want to see it. Whereas baseball, there are injuries, but like football, people go into that knowing like, hey, I might die at 45 years old from an aneurysm because I've been beating the shit out of my brain for the last 20 years. Like, it doesn't matter what position you play in football, like you get hit every play yeah and it's it's dangerous but people are still like yeah let's do it like let, let's just keep just keep pushing towards i don't know it's crazy um but yeah and then there's hockey who they're just like we hit each other for fun mm-hmm. <laughs> like we literally have someone on the team whose job is to get in fist fights. <laughs> that was my brother <laughs> My brother
1: should hold a Cheyenne record for most time in a penalty box. (laughs) Keep in mind, he only played till he was like eight. (laughs) And he probably has that record. I don't think they allow enforcers at that age. (laughs) He, well, they didn't allow it. He just took it upon himself. Mm, That makes sense. And you could tell even like from the stands, you know, you can't see their face, but you could tell when Trey... He was like, "Somebody pissed me off. I'm going for him. like you would just see him like zone in on this player he was about to take out. It was quite comical.
0: if I played hockey, that would be my position because definitely not scoring goals, but i can I can use my rage against people. He somehow
1: found a way to score some goals too. He was actually a really good hockey player. <laughs> he was just an angry, angry man. <laughs> oh I don't know no it's like I just it upsets me how much we how much time and effort and money and just brain space we spend on celebrities and how when they're unhappy we find a way to make them happy but you know other businesses go on strike and it's you know, they don't put as much effort into it. And, you know, I think ultimately I'm more passionate about the like teacher and coach side of things just because that's who I've been. And yeah, um, you know, I don't, I don't get into the teachers don't get paid enough debate a lot, because when I, you know, declared my major, I knew that I wasn't going to get paid a lot. Like, I, yeah. um. It, But it just, you know, you see these stories about so-and-so just signed the biggest contract worth in 20 years and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, that's gross. (laughs) Like, it just, it upsets me. And I don't, it'll never change. Like, you can't go backwards from here, like, unless they just... Like, people, just the entire United States got on board and was like, I'm not going to another fucking game. And then they're like, holy shit. Like, that that would be the only way. So, it'll never happen. Um, And teachers will never get paid more. And, like, think celebrities will never get, like, less attention. It will never happen. But it just... I just want everybody just one time to be like wait why do I idolize this person so much or even like with me and Taylor Swift I don't idolize her but I hate her I've never actually did I meet her I don't think I actually met her but like I've never like you know sat down had a conversation with her you know when you actually do decide you dislike somebody like it was for a reason yeah but like she's not of consequence to my life, like she doesn't affect me. Like she comes on on the radio, I change the song. Um, my sweet, beautiful baby, a Taylor Swift came on song came on, and she started crying, and I was like, <laughs> "Raised you right." <laughs> <laughs> um, so, no, it's it's an unfixable problem, but it's it's there, and
0: I wouldn't say it's an unfixable problem. Uh, I would say improbable maybe yeah probable not impossible but like one of the things let's talk Kim Kardashian real quick yeah gag um but she like she's one of those people who fully like she understands her influence over people so she got her Brazilian butt lift or whatever and then everybody wanted a big butt And now she's gotten to this point where she's like, well, everybody, like all these people have the body that I paid for and I don't want to have the same body as everybody else. So she had that removed and then went on this crazy crash diet. So she's super, we'll just call it anorexic, very anorexic. Um, And I've seen posts all over the internet, like is heroin chic back? Like is thin back in? and so all these people are like no you you don't have to starve yourself to look like somebody because like that's that's her whole plan she just wants to watch every like every young girl in society be like oh i want to look just like her so i'm going to harm myself the way she harms herself so that i can be like her and like i've never met her i don't actually know this for a fact But I'm willing to bet that she planned this. And she was like, no. I watched an entire generation of people decide to go to the weight room and do a lot of glute exercises because they wanted a butt that I surgically put in my body. And she got a kick off of that. Like, she got high off of watching people bend to her whim. And so she's doing it again. She's, like, seeing how far she can pull society with her and it's Mm -hmm. disgusting Mm. my thing my thing
1: with the Kardashians like with Taylor Swift I'll give her this Taylor Swift does something for some people she entertains them she makes music that they enjoy I do not understand what the Kardashians have like what they do for people like yeah maybe you watch the show and you find it entertaining but like They're not doing anything for you.
0: Just entitled rich people. And everybody else wants to be an entitled rich person. I want to be rich, not entitled. (laughs) I don't even, I want, I want to have a rich life. That's what I want. I don't, like, my kids have been like, when are we getting a bigger house? And I'm like, never. There's three of us. There's three bedrooms. Why the fuck do you need a bigger house? (laughs) Like we have a great backyard. Like, this is ridiculous. They're like, yeah, but like, we have to get bigger. I'm like, no, if anything, we're going to downsize. Like yeah. you go to college. I'm going to get like a studio. Like it's going to be great. Um, But we have, you have to find the pieces of your life that make you love your life. And money can help with that money can help you travel and see the world and go experience things that you couldn't if you didn't have money that's true but most people like if you're making a lot of money it's because you're spending a lot of time making a lot of money and you don't really get to spend a lot of time spending that money so you buy shit you buy big houses and then you pay somebody else to clean that house because you don't have the time to do it Like, that's what people have told me, like, when when they're like, why don't you want a bigger house? I'm like, the bigger house you have, the more house you have to clean. And they're like, that's why you hire a maid. And I'm like, I understand that maids need jobs. Like, they have to work. But no, (laughs) like, that's not my mentality. My mentality is like, I don't know. But also, I was raised, like, poor and middle class. And so, definitely not. I want to be rich so I can buy a dog farm. And save all the puppies. <laughs> that's so what I if you do. want to be an entrepreneur and start a dog rescue where you can hire people to save all the puppies.
1: No, I want to save all the puppies. Yeah, <laughs> it'll just be me and like a hundred puppies, <laughs> 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 and I just be happy. <laughs> and my daughter, of course. I mean, my husband too.
0: He, likes <laughs> that. but yeah, that's my idea. All right, we are going to jump into our cards. Do you want right or left? Ooh, left. What are two things you love doing in a group?
1: Mm. Ooh, um, I love board games. Oh, I love board games. Or like, not necessarily board games, but like card games. Like okay. I like games like that. Um. this one's weird because i'm not like a big drinker but i like drinking in a group like i i just like being oh, around yeah socially yeah. i like that
0: all right um uh, mine is do you have any recurring or memorable dreams um i did growing up i had one recurring dream a lot for like 20 years um Yeah, I'm gonna tell it to you. <laughs> so I'm gonna share my my crazy with everybody. Um, we were in a Kmart, because Kmart existed, and like I had to go to the bathroom. I was five, and I like their bathroom was like in their back room, and you had to walk past this creepy, scary, dark stairwell. And then when I went to the bathroom, like I heard um, like my mom's scream and then she was gone. And then my brother went down the stairs to find her and he screamed and he was gone. And my dad went down the stairs and find him, he screamed, he was gone. And then I was a five-year-old me standing in the middle of a dark, scary department store back room all alone. And that was my recurring dream. So in case you're wondering, my greatest fear is abandonment. <laughs> wow. Wow! Yep, my heart is pounding for you. <laughs> I haven't had that dream in like, mm, I think like six years, maybe. I'm pretty great not having that dream. <laughs> Actually, maybe, maybe it's been ten years because I think I had it like solidly for like twenty years because it started when I was five, and then would just like, whenever I'm stressed, it mm-hmm. like loops around. Um. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I am so sorry.
0: It's the, uh, the beauty of having PTSD here, like the, the worst part of maybe not the worst part of existence, but definitely a bad part of existence is your subconscious. And when you're not, that's why, that's why when people have PTSD, they don't sleep a lot.
1: Yeah. To avoid that for sure. Yup.
0: Um, okay. Your next question. If you could transport us anywhere in the world right now, where would you take us? Italy,
1: because that's where I want to go. <laughs> okay. First,
0: pasta and sunshine.
1: It is a hundred percent about the pasta. <laughs> I
0: have
1: I've always wanted to go to Italy. I think it's beautiful from pictures, but it's the food that I'm like. And I'm a super picky eater, so I'm sure they've got stuff in their food that I'd be like, oh, no. But I just want some real, authentic Italian pasta. And I married an Italian, and I really thought that I was going somewhere with it. But (laughs) he
0: makes steak. I love steak. But you're Italian. Does he have a mom or a grandma who still throws pasta against the wall? no his dad is the Italian and he's a great
1: cook but he he likes the steaks and the meats and the stuff his grandma apparently used to like make homemade stuff all the time but she's just like older now and she lives in Massachusetts and every time we go to visit her like you know it's just harder for her to make this like meal and I'm like I met you too late in life his brother, though, I hear is a really good cook, and he, like, um, makes a lot of stuff, and I see it on Facebook, and he's currently stationed in Germany, but he'll be back stateside, so we're going to visit, and I'm going to get me some real authentic Italian food. So you said you married the
0: wrong one, then.
1: I I mean, <laughs> I say that often, but I do
0: <laughs> love him. Yeah. I mean, if you put up with his hat collection, you must. Oh, oh my. <laughs>
1: He had the nerve to ask me for another one the other day. <laughs> it was like, you're asking the wrong person.
0: <laughs> oh, this is funny. So my question is far too similar. If you could snap your fingers and be somewhere else right now, where would you be and what would you be looking at? Um, ooh. I would be, I don't know if it's like a specific place. I would be in the mountains on a warm summer day. So like in the forest, up at a higher elevation. So like it's hot, but also the the, the air is cool enough because you're in the mountains.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So there's shade. And so you just get to enjoy being one with nature, that's where I would go. I dig it. All right, your last question. What is a dream you have that you haven't achieved yet? Um, It's actually really
1: funny that you ask me that because the day my daughter was born, I started writing a blog post about what do you do when you've achieved all your dreams. And my last one was becoming a mom. And, like, I never finished it, mostly because I had a newborn, and I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, I have figured this shit out. Um, I truly have accomplished all of my dreams. Like, I, like, my ultimate dream was to be a mom, and part of that was I wanted to, like, be married to somebody just because, you know, my birth father did not stick around, and in my mind, it was because not... I mean, there was a lot of becauses, but I was not going to make a baby with somebody unless I knew that they intended on being with me forever. And like, to me, that was a ring on my finger and like saying, this is my intent. Not that it ever, shoot, we could get a divorce, who knows, but it was his intent to stay with me forever. Um, So I wanted to be a mom. I wanted to be a wife and I have that. And I'm like, I don't know what to do now because I think we should all have dreams that we're always working towards. And at this point in time, like I'm, I'm living all of my dreams. Like I, well, okay. Let me backtrack. My dream is to be a stay at home mom. Okay.
0: (laughs) There you go. That works (laughs) too. But I will add to that is that you are a wife and you are a mom, but you get to live that dream and that dream is going to change over time because right now you're the mom of an infant right and then you're gonna have to be a mom of a toddler which is Mm. gonna whole another can of worms (laughs) and then eventually you're gonna be a mom of a teenager which is gonna be you know slightly hellish but also sort of fun probably um and then you'll have to learn to be a mom of an adult Mm. and then maybe someday a grandmother and Mm -hmm. all of that so that dream though like the first like it's like the first step is accomplished Mm. but that dream has like a million other steps that are going to continuously change so you you have a a grand adventure ahead of you i'm quite excited for it
1: good except maybe the toddler age my cousin has a
0: toddler right now. And I'm like, whoo. Just so you know, it goes like this. Terrible twos, trying threes, fucking fours. That's how it goes. <laughs> Usually when they turn five, you're like, oh, okay. Like, you're not so fucking terrible. Because <laughs> um, like everyone warns you about the twos. Mm. And then like threes get worse and fours get worse. And you're like, why didn't anybody tell me? So I'm all about like, I tell people when people, I had a friend who had a pregnancy scare at one point and I was Mm -hmm. like, okay, I'm gonna be straight up with you there. There are beautiful things about pregnancy, but these are the disgusting things that you're going to have to come to terms with. And she was like, why would you tell me that? And I was just like, because no one else is going to tell you and you deserve to know (laughs) like women deserve to know (laughs) all of the things that their body is going to go through and that it's normal, and that you don't have to be like, what is this? Am I dying? No, you're not. This is just biology, and this is how you're meant to be, and somebody probably should have told us this somewhere along the way.
1: (laughs) My my cousin told me everything, and almost like week by week, she was like, okay, so this is what's going to happen this week, and it's great, or it's
0: beautiful, or it's disgusting, or it's going (laughs) to hurt. Like, okay. Yeah, Um, it's the miracle of life, but it definitely yeah um okay my last question when was the last time you did a good deed for someone apart from your partner or family um i guess it really depends on how you define good deed um one of my favorite stories i was working one night at the lincoln and there was a lady walking through the alley who was bawling And like screaming at people because like they were looking at her like she was crazy because she was just sobbing. And she looked at me and she screamed at me and she was like, What are you looking at? Like, I don't care if you think I'm crazy. And I was just like, Are you okay? (laughs) And she was just like, My godfather died today, and I'm just having a really rough day. And I was like, Do you need a hug? And she was just like, What? Like, that would be fantastic. I was like, Come here. Like, let me give you a hug. (laughs) Like. (laughs) <laughs> you and it's just it's not I mean it's a small act of kindness but it's definitely one of my favorite recent stories that I have so good and she didn't shank me so we're good <laughs> so it turned out great yeah that's it's always one of those things like do you hug people who are walking through an alley screaming or do you not like but
1: yeah I didn't run in <laughs>
0: all right well jasmine thank you again for joining me and sharing all of your (laughs) lovely thoughts um this has been another episode of the common humanity podcast where we are here to have real human conversations